Are you thinking, I have been doing this for a while now. I should be further ahead in my business. Do you tell God, why does it have to be so hard for me to manage my finance and to even earn more? You see your friends reaching their business income goals, saving six figures and taking amazing trip with their family and you're wondering, God, what about me? I know it sucks and you may feel it's a little bit unfair because you're working as hard as them you feel. Now, what if I told you you don't have more because you may not be ready for it? So today, here are three reasons why you are not seeing any financial progress or success. Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach, and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear, and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your saving and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habit that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper, and let's do this. As you may know, I have been broke. My husband and I, 2008, did not have enough money to furnish our rented apartment. Plus, as a foreigner moving to New Zealand, I could not find a job, which makes things very difficult. Two decades later, looking back, I can see all the lessons God has taught us when we saved over 100000 pay off $250,000 of debt in five years, and when we lost a successful business. I have shared my full story in episode 2, which I will link in the description below. So make sure you go and listen if you haven't already. So today I want to share some of the lessons I have learned and the pitfalls I see my clients doing, which is stopping them from receiving more and being ready for financial success. So first things first, when you declare that Jesus is your Lord, and that he died for your sins, you have eternal life in Christ and you have been adopted into God's family. Your salvation is not about your performance and it has nothing to do with the amount of money you have or don't have. Absolutely nothing can separate you from the love of God because it's all about Jesus and what he did on the cross for you and I. Jesus is enough and that's your starting point. Also, God is sovereign. He can do with us whatever he pleases. Hannah, the mother of Samuel, knew that God is sovereign. So when she prayed to God for a son, Hannah prayed and said in 1 Samuel 2, 7, 8, the following. The Lord gives both death and life. He brings some down to the grave but raise other up. The Lord makes some poor and others rich. He brings some down and lift other up. 
he lifts the poor from the dust and the needy from the garbage dump. He sets them amongst princes, placing them in seats of honor. For all the earth is the Lord, and he has set the world in order. God chooses who, how, and when he will bless someone. As you could hear from that passage, he can change someone's situation at any time, from poor to rich and vice versa. As God owns everything, we are steward here on earth, and he prepared good work for us to do in advance. We are God's hands and feet, and we are called to do everything for his glory. So, Jesus' death on the cross is the starting point and everything we do as faithful servant is to honor him and love others as ourselves. I just wanted to make that clear first. Now, today's question is, are you actually ready for financial blessing? When we were struggling with money back in 2008, We tried very hard to increase our income and to reduce expenses that were not aligned with our values. We had many difficult conversations. Then we created a spending plan that we both agreed on. We looked at ways to do what we loved without breaking the bank. Plus, we tried very hard to find ways to increase our income. For example, we brought staff online and then resell them. We tried a few businesses. I did drop shipping. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> with our 9 to 5, we were very limited with the amount of money we could save because our income is always the same. But as an entrepreneur, the sky is the limit. You can save so much more and do so much more with your money when you know how to manage it well and shift your money mindset. That is why we were looking for side hustle to get out of the situation we were in faster. My husband started a tech YouTube channel. The first year, it was just a hobby for him. The second year, it exploded. I remember we were back in Tahiti for a holiday when he said, YouTube just deposited $4,000 in our account. It can't be possible, right? And then... I've earned over $10,000 in affiliate commission from two of the company I'm partnering with. We got invited to a YouTube conference. I was just so excited. My husband keeps saying, you can make money online. And me from the small island of Tahiti, I didn't really believe that it was possible. So to see that money coming in like this, it was just mind-blowing for me and eye-opening too. However, for us, that success was just too fast and unfortunately the third year everything crumbled our relationship our health and my husband decided that's it i'm gonna stop working on that business and we lost everything i didn't know how to do tech reviews and all of this i wish we had hired staff to help him with doing what he was doing you see think sometime and wonder where we could have been now if we were better with the blessing that God has given us. We didn't waste the money we earned in any way because it helped us pay our um, debt and everything, but we wasted the opportunity that God has given us. I've learned a lot from this first failed business, our own debt-free journey, 
and what I can see my clients doing with their finance and business opportunity. So here are three reasons why you may not be ready for more financial blessing. First, your priorities. The first lesson I've learned from losing our first business is that we were so focused on making the business work, on increasing our income, that we lost sight of what was most important. We did not put God first. Actually, we were missing churches because we were not waking up on time, either because my husband was going to bed too late as he was filming or editing his video or he was researching new ideas. He was still working a nine to five and only in the weekend working on that business, you see. We were arguing a lot. We did not focus at all on our relationship nor on our health. It was a real mess. I guess I got so excited seeing all that money coming in that my husband worked so hard on growing it that my husband burned out. Our relationship with God and between the two of us suffer at the same time too. We were striving. We wanted more. We actually fell in love with money and success in a way. I didn't see that at the time, but looking back at our action, the way we spend our time and our heart, I can clearly see it now. My husband and I both loved God, but success and money took over our calendar, our mind, and our time with him. On episode 18, I talked about money becoming an idol. Make sure you listen to it as I share what you can do to avoid that too. I'm not perfect and I have made so many mistakes and I'm sure that I will still do so many more. But I hope that my mess can now be your breakthrough and help you reach your money goal but while keeping your mind and your heart on Jesus. Now it's your turn. Do you have your priorities right? Marriage and your body, aka the temple of God, is so important for him. So are you seeking God's first and taking care of your marriage and your health? Or are you obsessed with money and success? The second reason is fear. God cannot work through you and with you if you are always fearful. I have seen so many of my clients wasting amazing opportunities and money by letting fear and self-doubt taking over. Do you feel anxious showing up and talking about your business and your prices? That is an issue and it's impacting your income. Are you scared of looking at your figure? Again, that is self-sabotaging the way you're managing money. You may want to be successful, but if at the same time you are scared of it, how can you expect to see financial progress? How can you expect God to do amazing things through you when you're not taking the first step? I saw many beautiful entrepreneurs self-sabotage their financial success because they believe that being wealthy and successful is evil. Or they believe that what they do is not good enough. So they undercharge which affect their income and limits the amount of money they have left to impact the kingdom of God and reach their money goals. 
You will never be ready for more if you hold on to your scarcity and your poverty money mindset. That is why I help my clients shift their money mindset with biblical principle. Please, you need to identify your money blocks and then you need to let them go because you cannot see any progress if you have a negative relationship with money. It's important that you learn those good biblical principles about money, not the poverty gospel, nor the prosperity gospel. When you doubt yourself and are afraid to do what God is calling you, please meditate on that amazing verse. This is Isaiah 41, 10, 13, and it says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my righteous right hand. Wow, this was the word of God and a promise that you can lean on, okay? The third reason is stewardship. If you're feeling lost because you are earning more than you ever done before but still cannot see any financial progress and you feel like you're running out of money before the end of the month, I want you to ask yourself, do I have a money mindset problem which is affecting my income? Do I have a spending problem or do I have a management problem or all of the above? There are two passages I would like you to turn to with me, please. First is Haggai 1, which is very interesting and it's a great illustration to the points I have just shared. In this passage, God is calling the Israelites to rebuild his temple and he's asking them in verse 4, Why are you living in luxurious house while my house lies in ruin? Then God says in verse 5, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. Look at what's happening to you. You have planted much, but harvest little. You eat, but are not satisfied. You drink, but are still thirsty. You put on clothes, but cannot keep warm. Your wages disappear as though you were putting them in pocket filled with holes. This passage highlights my first point, which was that the Israelite priority were wrong. They were living their life, doing their selfish desire, and totally ignoring God. The question you can reflect on is, are you seeking God first or focusing on your selfish desires? Second, do you know how to manage the money you receive? Earning money without shifting your money mindset and learning how to steward it is like putting your money in pocket filled with holes. That is why I'm telling my clients, do not wait to have more money to learn how to be better with it. They need to shift their money mindset now, plus learn how to manage it in a fun way so they can be consistent and reach their money goals. Yes, managing money can be fun and I can show you how as the fun money habit coach. So please, for you, start now. It will make the biggest difference in your finance and it will actually help you scale with confidence knowing that you can be a good and faithful steward. This brings me to the second passage, Matthew 25, 
14 to 30. Please listen to episode 3 where I go deeper on that passage. In that passage, there are three servants, and the master gave each a different amount of money according to their abilities. Two servants put that money to work and multiplied it, which made the master very pleased. The master called these two servants my good and faithful servant. The third servant, however, who was given the least amount of money, did nothing with it because of fear. Then the master said to those who use well what they have been given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But for those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. In this passage, you can see again that fear was one of the reasons the servant was doing nothing and could not have more. The servant was not faithful with what he has been given and wasted a great opportunity to get more. It's important that you let go of fear and learn to steward money wisely because it shows your faithfulness. How can you expect more when you cannot even take care of what God has already put in your hand? That goes for your relationship, your body, which is God's temple, your time and money. So this is why learning to be a good steward is the best way for you to honor God. And when you do what God is calling you to do, he can't reward you. Now that can be financial reward, that can be spiritual reward, but your role is to make sure that you steward what you get given for his glory. Now I have a bonus reason for you, which is pride is also something that will keep you away from having more. If you take credit for your current success, be careful and I would like you to go and read Deuteronomy 8. If you are financially ahead today, it's only because God has given you the ability to build wealth. So never forget that he is the provider and don't start boasting about your success. So to recap, you need to have your priorities right. You need to seek God first above all else. You need to let go of your fear and self-doubt. So that means that you need to shift your money mindset and trust that God will help you accomplish what he wants you to do for his glory. And the third point is you need to learn to steward what God has given you so you can be interested with more. You are not ready for more if you don't have the right heart posture and you're not keeping God first. Through a failed business venture and our own debt-free journey, God taught us to love him first and to be faithful with the little we had so that we could be ready for more. So back to you now. What do you feel is in the way of your success? What is God trying to teach you in the season that you're in? Do you need to work on your character? Go back and read the fruit of the Spirit. Is there something there that you need to work on to become 
more like Christ and be a good and faithful servant. God will never give you more than you can handle. So make sure you ask yourself the right question and pause in silence and sit with him and ask him, what do you want me to do? What is holding me back? What am I missing? Do you need to repent and ask God to give you a pure heart? Do you need help shifting your money mindset and learning how to manage your finance wisely? I have amazing program based on biblical principle that will help you sell confidently, earn more without fear and become a better steward. So if you feel nudged and you want to learn more, please DM me at Christian Money Mindset or book a free call with the link in the description below. Remember though, money or no money, true wealth is found in Christ alone. As you work on your business and on your finance, keep your heart and mind on Jesus. I'm looking forward to talking to you and empower you. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review and don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habits, let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.